Morning, gentlemen. Shavua Tov. Morning. Okay, today's daf is daf Chof Hey in Sukkah. Again, we learn for four shleim for Yosef Esriel Ben Chaimichal. Says the Mishnah, a famous klal Shluchei Mitzvah Petur Mena Sukkah. This is the klal of Osek Mitzvah Potur Mena Mitzvah. There's issues about that. Not everybody holds to that. But the Mishnah says that if you're on the way to do a mitzvah, you're potter from doing the mitzvah of sukkah. And what does Rashi say? What does it mean, an example of on your way to do a mitzvah, to learn Torah, to meet your Rebbe, or to, to, uh, uh, to, be, to redeem kept captives? These are all mitzvahs, so it, it means really to include any kind of mitzvah. If you're osik in a mitzvah, you're potter from another mitzvah. Where does it apply? Where doesn't it? We'll see the Gemara. We'll discuss that today. The Gemara brings, the, the Mishnah says two more things that are not discussed today. We'll see that later on. That cholinum uh, shamshem, people who are sick, and those who uh, and their attendants, the people who, who take care of them, terminal sick, they're also potter from asukah, uh, as we'll see. Mitzdar is potter from asukah, and ochim mishosan roy chutz You can eat a casual eating. You can eat outside the sukkah. It's only a real suda that you have to eat in the sukkah. Casual eating, you're just having a bite here, a bite there, is okay because that you do outside of your home also. So again, you're supposed to eat in the sukkah the way you eat in your home. But since even when you're home and you take a trip or you're outside your house, you might have a casual bite. So you're allowed to eat that also outside of the sukkah. And that's how the minig is. If you're not sitting down to eat, let's say, a mizonos or a mozi, uh, if you're just having a fruit or something, that sort of drink, you could do that outside the sukkah. But to our topic of shlucha mitzvah, patur sukkah, the concept of osik mitzvah, patur sukkah, where do we get that from? Minani Mili, where do we get this from? Famous Gemara, Gemara and Brachas, Tan Rabbanah, B'Shiftach Vesach. The Pesach says, when it comes to Kriya Shema, what are you supposed to do? B'Shiftach Vesach, Lech Tchavaderach. When are you, when is the Chiyif to say Kriya Shema? When you're sitting in your home. Prat Lozik Mitzah, excluding a person who is occupied doing a commandment. If he's doing another commandment, he's potter from Kriya Shema. Uva Lech Tchavaderach, what does that teach me? That's more than that. In other words, why don't you just learn it from Shiftach Vesach? What does Lech Tchavaderach teach me? And when you're walking on the road, Prat l'chosan, to exclude a chosan, a, 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 a bridegroom, a, a person who's getting married, b'kan omru, from here you see that akones esapsula, if you marry a virgin, potter, he doesn't have to say kriyashma, he's potter until after, after he's consummated the marriage. That's almona chayev, but if an almona, we'll talk about this, an almona, if he marries an almona, he's chayev, why? Because the concept is, we'll see that if a person who's preoccupied with, with marrying a virgin until he consummates the marriage, He's occupied with that, even though he's not actually doing anything. That's the Chiddush. If we would only say, we say, okay, fine. When you're occupied in something, you're on the road, you're actually doing a mitzvah, you're performing, you're helping a sick person, you're doing some mitzvah over there. But here it's simply your mind is preoccupied, you're, you're worried about being able to perform, to consummate the marriage. So you may not say that. Therefore, as we'll see, that's why it says, to teach me this extra idea. That even if you're not actually doing something, but your mind is preoccupied, you're also potter. That's also called Ozg Mitzvah, Potter Men Mitzvah. My Mashma, how do you see this from the words of Velech Derech? What does that teach you? You're, when you're walking on the road, then you should do, you should say Kriyashma. It says, right? It says, you're supposed to do this. When you're on the road, then you say Kriyashma. How do you see that from the words that a chasm is potter? Amarfuna kederach, like the road. Ma derach Usually, when you're on the road, you're on the road. I guess in those days they didn't go on the road for vacations. They didn't take. They didn't go cross country. Usually, when they're on the road, they're on the road to do business, right? They're on the road for their personal uh, uh, be, their personal benefit. 
Usually you do for business. So the same thing, just like the derech, in other words, when you're on the road for your own purposes, you're optional. It's optional. You want to try to go make money, you know, you first have an obligation to say Kriyashma. Whenever you're on an optional road or doing anything that's optional, that's an elective, you should be saying Kriyashma. But over here, the, the mitzvah, uh, uh, but over here, the chasen is being, is preoccupied with performing a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, Milo Kaskina and Takozel Dvar Mitzvah Vakom Rachmana Likri. Who says that the Lech means only when you're going to do business? Maybe you're on the way to do a mitzvah. And the Torah says, even though you're on the way to do a mitzvah, you should still say Kriyashma. In other words, just because you're Osik in one mitzvah does not mean you're Potter from another. You still have an obligation to say Kriyashma. Zimkain Le Makra, Besheves of Alech, the Pasuk could say, uh, that you, when you're sitting or when you're walking, you're on the road, either way you say, when you're sitting and you're going, your sittings and you're going, yours and your personal ones, your personal optional ones that you're doing for yourself, not for God. When you're doing your personal business or your personal affairs, whatever you're doing, which is optional. It's not God doesn't require you to do it. You you just decided to do this right now. That's on your own. So belechas didoch who the machayves? Then your chayves in kriyashma. How belechas the mitzvah? But when God obligates you to do something, betura betiras your potter. So therefore, what we're saying here is when when you're uh, you're when you're being osik in a mitzvah like um, like uh, whatever the mitzvah is, uh, you're you're you're. You're burying the dead. You're uh, taking care of. Uh, you're taking care of the sick. Uh, you're going to your rebbe. Rashi give the examples. You're even you're going to learn Torah. You're going to uh, to free a captive uh, a person who's been captured by the goyim. Uh, in any of the cases when you're doing a mitzvah, you're potter from kriyashma. You're potter from other mitzvahs. That's lashon. Yehachi, I feel the kohen samas. What's the difference if you're marrying a virgin or marrying a a widow? Says when he's when he marries a virgin, he is he's preoccupied. His mind is preoccupied with being able to perform the mitzvahs bia. Konis is not as he's not as preoccupied with that. Okay, so wait, so now wait a minute. We're saying it depends on your mind being preoccupied. Whenever you're preoccupied, your boat is sinking in the ocean. You're about to lose millions of dollars. They didn't have insurance in those days, right? Uh, and uh, you're, uh, you're obviously preoccupied with that. Also, the Torah, are you part of that too? Just because you're preoccupied, that means you're 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 potter from doing a mitzvah. Maybe you'll say that's the case. Not an Onain, who hasn't buried the dead yet, but an Ovel. We'll see, we're talking about the first day of Avelis. Is Chayiv in all mitzvahs, right? After the burial, he's Chayiv in all mitzvahs. Except for Tfilin, Shari Nemen Pe'er. A special case, because Tfilin is called Pe'er, your glory, your beauty. And we'll talk about that in Ahmed Beis. And um, uh, by the story of Yecheskel, that uh, and an Ovel is not supposed to look like he's in good shape. You, as we'll see, you're, you're, you're not supposed to, uh, uh, you know, show yourself with beauty. Uh, it's not proper. Rashi says, We're going to see on the base, we're going to talk more about that. When he looks nice, it looks like he's not an ovel. So that's an excuse why we'll see why he doesn't have to put on film. But the point is, he's chayiv in all mitzvahs. Why is he chayiv in all mitzvahs? He's preoccupied with, his, uh, with mourning for his uh, kin. Here he's preoccupied with the mitzvah. The mitzvah, either what we're talking about, 
a mitzvah of of, of, of um, learning Torah, cap, uh, of uh, freeing the captives, or even the mitzvah of getting married. So hacha taratir de mitzvah mitzvah. Hasam taratir de rishus. By avelus, it's a tir de rishus. It's optional. What do we mean by that? Isn't it a mitzvah to sit in avelus? So Rashi says over here, very beautiful tir de rishus. Take a look at Rashi, three lines from the bottom of the page. She'afal pishu chayiv linug avelus. Even though he's supposed to show the um, you know all the activities and the uh, uh, the the, um, uh, the the customs of mourning. Shown the ila doesn't wear shoes. Rechitza doesn't wash. Sicha doesn't anoint himself. Laharos covered meso to show proper honor for the dead that he's in mourning. You're not supposed to necessarily be in uh, emotional pain. Let's say. Uh, in other words, a person has to, when it comes to availus, a person is high to be an oval. Farshim say, even when he cries, he's supposed to cry. That's the only thing you're allowed to cry for is a mess. Uh, Farshim say, we had that, you're only supposed to cry for a mess. But even when he cries, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's in terrible pain. Obviously, when a tragedy hits, it's one thing. When, uh, just because a person dies, if a person, uh, uh, his father lived till 120 and he died 120, he's chayv and avelis. It doesn't mean that he has to be in such terrible tsar, wasn't such a terrible tragedy. That's the derech ha'olam. So the point here, Rashi says, it, and Rashi's explaining the Gemara, that the, uh, uh, the tirda, the preoccupation, that a person preoccupied with mourning is not a mitzvah. That's something that he does on his own. Yes, he's mechuyiv to know Agavelis. He has to sit shiva. He has to stay home. He can't. He doesn't go to work. He doesn't learn Torah. He does all the uh, the uh, outward um, uh, manifestations of Avelis, of mourning. But he's not mechuyiv to be terribly troubled inside, uh, to be to to be feel such pain that he can't go on. That's on his own. That's his own emotional baggage. That's not something that he's mechuyiv to do. But a person is mechuyiv to get married. So therefore, that's a tir de, de mitzvah. This is a tir de durishos. So this is the concept uh, of uh, osik mitzvah after mitzvah. We learn it out from b'shiftochah b'veisachah v'lechtochah v'derech. When you're when you're on your own, when you're going on the road for your own purposes, then you're supposed to you're, you're supposed to stop and say kriyashma. Or uh, when you're on the road, you, you then, then a chassan is supposed. To, if he's not a chassan, he's on the road for himself. Then he's supposed to do kriyashma. But if he's doing a mitzvah like learning Torah or freeing the uh, uh, freeing captives or uh, whatever he was doing, visiting the sick, helping people, whatever he was doing, whatever chesed he was doing, if he's doing a mitzvah, he's potter from other mitzvahs. That's the concept of osing mitzvah, potter from a mitzvah. Says the Gemara now, wait a minute, that's the source? We learn it from elsewhere. The Tanya, we have another source of the Tanya. We know the parish in the Torah, when people were Tomei and they couldn't perform the mitzvahs Pesach, what happened? Remember people said on the road or if they were on the road or they were Tomei, uh, they get a second chance, Pesach Sheni. Who were these people? Why were they Tomei? So the Gemara says over there, uh, who were they? So one one opinion is no They were the people who carried the Aaron of Yosef, Yosef's coffin, out of Egypt. These were people. Now, when did they make the first carbon uh, Pesach? The year the year after they came out of Mitzrayim. No, it's not the year they they came out of Mitzrayim. That was that was the when they left Mitzrayim. That was Pesach, right? The next year after that, Kamas Hamishkan. They did the first, Coast Mishkan, the, the dedication was eight days, the final day being Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And the next day they did the Paraduma, uh, they, they brought the Paraduma, and then they, they started uh, 
um, purifying the people who were Tomei. So the first opinion here is that who are the people who are Tomei? The people who carried the Aaron of Yosef out of Mitzrayim. These were these two people, Mishal and Tzafan. They were Osek, they were the ones who were uh, occupied with burying Nadav and Aviyu. Now, Tosa says when Nadav and Aviyu were burned up, but it doesn't necessarily mean they were burnt to a crisp or burnt to dust. Tosa says it could be that they were burnt, but they were still, their skeletons were still had to be buried. So they were also good. So either way, whatever you learn, whether it's like a Bikiva or Yosek Lili, they were also with specific cases, Yosef or uh, burying uh, Nadav and Aviyu, and they were Tomei, and they were Tomei at the time of the Korban Pesach. When is the Korban Pesach brought? Of course, on Yudalit Nisan. Rabbi Yitzchak disagrees. He says, no, it wasn't them. What do we say? Yudalit, Erev Pesach, when you bring Korban Pesach, is Yudalit. The Paraduma was available already on the second day of Nisan, right? The day after the uh, dedication of the, ba- of the base of was completed. So there was plenty of time to be purified, right? Well, even if you have the seven days of purification, um, there was plenty of time from the second of Nisan until the 14th to be pure. What was their problem? Why couldn't they bring the carbon Pesach Bisman on the right time? They also could have been Torah. In other words, the, the, it was time from, from the second to later on. Why? Because these incidents took place before. Before, In fact, they brought the Aaron of Yosef. That was a, the year before. They brought him out of Mitzrayim. This was like 10 months later. So what's the issue over here? What, they could have been Torah. In other words, it wasn't necessarily the specific case that you mentioned, whether it's Nadavan Aviyu or Yosef, that they became Tommy with, but they were all sick with other dead people. Mace Mitzvah doesn't mean here a literally Mace Mitzvah, like we think of a Mace Mitzvah, a person who has no body to bury him, but even their family members. In other words, other, other family members that died, and what happened? Let's say they died uh, on, uh, on Yud uh, Nisan. So now they have a dilemma. Uh, we got the carbon Pesach coming up, but if I become Tommy now and I and I uh, bury the dead, I won't be able to bring the carbon Pesach. So those are the people that we're talking about, people who were, who were who had attended funerals during the seven days before. These were people, In other words, they were able, uh, they, were, they were still Tomei on Erev Pesach. Why does he say Shechal Shvi Shalen? Shvi Shalen means their seventh day of Tumah. There were seven days since the funeral. It could have been the third or the fourth or the fifth day of of Tuma also, they would still be in, uh, they would still be um, ineligible to bring the carbon pesach on Yudalid because they were still Tomei. But he says even if there was the seventh day, why? the pesach bayomahu. They couldn't make the pesach on that day. It's mashma the next day bayomahu But they could have done it the next day because the next day they wouldn't be Tomei. A person who was attends a funeral or osik in a mess and becomes Tomei from mess is Tomei for seven days. There are, uh, he has to be purified with the Meiparadumah on the third and the seventh day. He goes to the mikvah. He, uh, he's not a Zov that has to bring a carbon. He's just a, a Tomei Mace. And the next day, he could have eaten the carbon Pesach. In fact, in fact, when you think about it, if he was only Tomei, if his last day of Tumah from, from attending a funeral was on the seventh, his, I mean, his seventh day of Tumah was Erev Pesach, when they brought the carbon Pesach, so why didn't somebody else bring the carbon Pesach for him? He could have been part of a Chaburah and eaten it at night. At night, he's already Tahar. 
night would be the night going into the eighth day, which is Leila Seder, when he could have eaten it. So the answer is this goes, Rashi explains, this goes like the Shita that says, you don't, they, even a person who's Tomei Sheretz, Tomei Sheretz means you only Tomei for one day, on Erev Pesach, and you could eat at night, they still don't bring a carbon Pesach for him. Okay, so that's the idea. But the point of all of this is that you see that uh, these people were Tomei. How were they allowed to become Tomei? When they were allowed to be, we know that carbon Pesach, if you don't eat carbon Pesach, Chayev Karas. And, um, okay, so the Torah later on gave them an option, bring Pesach Shani. Sometimes they could be Tomei and Pesach Shani too, and they could lose the whole, the whole opportunity, right? They could be Azov, whatever. There are many reasons why they don't bring carbon Pesach at all. But the point is, why should they become Tomei? Let's listen, okay, bury the dead. Let somebody else bury the dead. Or let, 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 let the dead sit until after Pesach, until after we brought the carbon Pesach. We got carbon Pesach coming up, and that's Kares. So why should I do this mitzvah today of burying the dead, which will, which will prevent me from doing a mitzvah later on, on, on carbon Pesach? So what do you see from over here? You see that you're still supposed to do it. Because these people were Tomei. Why were they Tomei? Because they attended funerals within seven days of Pesach. But why should they have done that? Wouldn't they have a problem because they got the mitzvah of Pesach coming up? How could they do this? The answer is no. They're allowed to do it anyway. They're allowed to be osik in this mitzvah today, and they'll be potter from carbon Pesach when Pesach comes around. But the point is, you see, this is the source that osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah. Even though they know that they're not going to be able to do a mitzvah of carbon Pesach, they still they still osik in this mitzvah today, and they're potter from carbon Pesach later on. So that's the source of osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah, not from shechtacha over The answer is says You need both sources. I'll tell you why over there. You could do. You could become tamimes. You can attend the funeral, even though Pesach is coming up, because there's no chiyuv today. You're doing the mitzvah of the funeral on the eighth, the ninth, the tenth, the eleventh, the twelfth, the thirteenth of Nisan, where the mitzvah there's no carbon Pesach. That's next week. I don't have to worry about next week. Right now, I got this mitzvah to do bury the dead. But over here, what are we talking about? The time of Kriyashma has come. And what I'm also in some other mitzvah, I'm, I'm learning or I'm getting married or I'm doing something of this, uh, doing some mitzvah, but maybe over here where this man of Kriyashma is here today, maybe then I don't say also mitzvah part of mitzvah. I got this mitzvah of Kriyashma, I got to stop and do the mitzvah of Kriyashma. I can't say since I'm doing some other mitzvah, I shouldn't do Kriyashma. No, even though the time has come to do Kriyashma, I'm still, if I'm also mitzvah, I'm still part from Kriyashma. Vyashmi and Hachim, you tell me over here. If you tell me the case of Pesach, uh, the case of Kriyashma, why do you say by Kriyashma you're potter from the mitzvah of Kriyashma if you're Osik in another mitzvah? Mishum do like a chorus. It's not chorus. Avalhasum dika chorus. Pesach is a very big chumrah. If you say Kriyashma, if you don't say Kriyashma, you're mavatl mitzvah say. But if you don't do korban Pesach, it's one of the two mitzvahs I say you're chayev chorus for. The other being. Mila, right? The two mitzvahs, uh, two mitzvahs say your chayv karis on. I've lost Malika karis, Amalo by karis. Maybe I wouldn't say that. Maybe I'd say, listen, okay, regularly, if I'm Osaka Mitzvah, I don't have to do Kriyashma, right? If I'm learning Torah, I don't have to do Kriyashma. If I'm visiting the sick, I don't have to do Kriyashma. But Pesach's coming up, that's a, that's a karis. I better not get Tommy before. I better not be Osik and something else. And which would prevent me from doing the carbon Pesach, I might not say that. Therefore, I need both sources. We brought this as a proof, as if to say that what? That uh, an Abel is Chayv in all mitzvahs, to prove that you might say, well, if you're, if you're Osik, if you're occupied with anything, 
maybe if I'm occupied with some business loss or uh, some terrible other thing that's bothering me, I got a business deal going down or I'm very busy with other things, I might think maybe I'm also put from creation. He says, no, even an Ovo who's preoccupied with his uh, with his uh, Velus, with his mourning, is chayiv in all mitzvahs in the Torah, except for tefillin. Right? Why does he say that? So, because they're called glorification. They're called beauty. Uh, what happened was, Yecheskel, God had told Yecheskel, look, the base of mitzvah is going to be destroyed. And everybody's going to be preoccupied. Everybody's going to be in, in mourning, effectively, but they're not going to be knowing any mourning for different reasons. Some Farshim say because they don't want to show the goyim. But one big reason, Rashi says, is because, I think as Rashi says, that when the basement was destroyed, everybody was in mourning. Mourning is only when other people can comfort you. But if everybody's in mourning, this reminds us of the Shoah, right? Who, who sat Shiva during the Shoah? That people sit shiva during the Shoah. Everybody was in, well, everybody was preoccupied with it. So when everybody, everybody, so to speak, was in mourning, so um, so Hashem had told Yecheskel that you're going to be, you're going to need to be in mourning, but you're not going to be in mourning. So what I'm, I'm going to show you an example. Uh, I'm, your wife, he told Yecheskel, your wife will die in a magefa. She wasn't sick. She just died with a magefa, like uh, Delta or something like that. Help it happen, and and you're going to die. But you shouldn't be an Avelis. You should wear your tefillin. You should wear your tefillin. Uh, so he says, why? To show, as an example, that, that, uh, to show the people that there's going to come a time very soon where the base will be destroyed and they also won't be able to be noeg Avelis. You, this is a special case, even though you're technically an Avelis, you should still wear the tefillin. But that means that normally somebody who's an Avelis doesn't wear tefillin. Only the first day of Avelis. Does not to be confused with an onain. An onain before, an onain is a person who's next to kin just, is died, and he has to be, take care of the, uh, the, the funeral. Then he's potter in all mitzvahs asay. Of course, not mitzvahs los asay. He's not potter from that, but mitzvahs asay doesn't have to do. But after the funeral, this gets into the shaila of if a funeral takes place in the middle of the day, and the person didn't put on fill until then, even until then he was an onain, does he put on fill afterwards? Some say that he's potter based on this, that uh, the first day of Avelis, uh, you're potter from tefillin also. That the end is like a bitter day, like one day of bitterness, no more. And it's a shaila about what, what they, if this is halach lemaisa, or that we do put on tefillin the first day of Avelis, even though you know once once the funeral has taken place already. That gets into shaila of Avelis, and usually the, we go lekula when it comes to machlokis and about that. Another halacha when it comes to both Avelis and osimitzah pot mitzvah. Avul chayiv sukkah, and avul chayiv in sukkah. Why shouldn't it be chayiv in sukkah? Comes Avelis, right? A person a person happens to be sitting shiva during uh, during sukkahs. Does he have to go into the sukkah? You say, well. He says, no, he's chayv in sukkah. So he says, why not? We just said that Avelis, Avelis, you have to demonstrate outward manifestations of Avelis, but it's no mitzvah to be preoccupied. So isn't it, isn't it obvious, pshita? Why should an oval be potter from the midst of sukkah? You know, let him go to the sukkah. He's got to go, what, what, what's the problem? Pshita, ma'ishna ha'mishar mitzvah, stashmina rav le'el. He says, an oval's chayv in all mitzvah. What do you have to, oh, he's, 
before we just said, oh, he just said, okay, we talked about the tefillin being an exception because we learn from Yecheskel, etc., etc., that a rebel shouldn't wear tefillin, but every, everything else, because if he wears tefillin, it's like he's showing that he's not even a novel. That's, that was the idea. That's the, the, uh, 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 the first day of Avelis. If he's wearing tefillin, it's like he's, he's, dis, he's uh, disrespecting the dead, so to speak. But he's chayiv in all other mitzvahs, so why should sukkah be any different? So Zman is saying, Mahol, Amrav, Avarzav, Amrav, Mitzdar, Potamon, Sukkah. We know that a person's mitzdar, as we know, let's say you're in a sukkah and it's pouring rain or it's snowing or it's freezing or it's boiling and you're, 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 um, you know, you're suffering uh, because of the sukkah. Uh, so since he says uh, that a uh, person who's suffering is patma sukkah, hai nami mitzdarhu. So here also, a person who's unveiled is mitzdar. Kamash and to teach was hanimil itzar demela. When you say an abel is that that a person who is um, who is mitzdar is patma sukkah, that's because of um, outward, uh, not outward, but um, uh, things that are beyond his control. Meaning things that come. He's sitting outside and it's too hot. He's sitting outside. It's too cold. It's too wet. It's too freezing. Whatever it is, it's it's difficult for him. Or if he himself is sick, but it's the point is that it's something that's beyond his control. If a person's very sick and is not capable of sitting outside for whatever reason, so those are things that are beyond his control. That's when we say mitzvah pranam sukkah. But as we said before, if he is if he is, uh, it's his own internal psychological problem which is causing him to be so mournful and and sour. Some say this this Kasha doesn't even make sense because mitzar potum in a sukkah means your potum in a sukkah go inside. But over here, the oval, what difference does it make? If it's mitzar because he's in mourning, it makes a difference if he's inside the sukkah or outside the sukkah or he's at home, right? Or a person is in mourning and it's bothering him, it's an internal psychological issue that he has that he's mourning, right? It's not because of his environment so therefore, what the, the kasha makes no sense. What do you mean? He's he's chayven sukkah. You might think what that he's mitzayer. So mitzayer patman sukkah means he's patman sukkah and go inside. It's it's difficult to live outside in the sukkah. But over here, the avel makes no difference where he is. Right? Some say that you know, maybe that he's mitzayer because he's in the sukkah makes him feel even worse because he's not sitting secluded as he should be in his house. Okay, whatever. But in any case, we say he's chayven sukkah. Yeah. How do you have an avel on sukkah? Uh, no, so 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 you could say we're talking about the first day, or you could say the first but the first day. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't mean. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't mean that he's the that he's um, that he's chayiv in a in a veilus. No, first of all, veilus betsena. He's veilus betsena. He's chayiv. He's chayiv on. In other words, he doesn't sit shiva, so to speak. The sitting shiva is different than the than the internal uh, than the internal, like on cholamoid. Uh, yeah, he's not supposed to be go out to do do uh, happy things. He still has to be knowing avelus betzina. So that's the avelus that we're speaking about here. So should he go into the sukkah or not? The answer is that they should. So, like for example, if somebody, uh, we're not talking about if somebody died before sukkah. Somebody died before sukkah that knocks off the whole shiva, right? If he buried him already. But if it was, let's say the let's say the burial took place on cholamoy, so the shiva is postponed till after uh, simchas Torah, till after shemini atzeres. But internally, could uh, he should put his mind at ease and sit in the sukkah. Another halacha: a chassan and his uh, his best men, the people who uh, who are attending him and helping him make the wedding, and all the people involved in the chuppah, they're part from sukkah kol shiva all seven days of the. Uh, of the of the um, Sheva brachas during the Sheva brachas are patim on a sukkah. 
says Rebbe Why? My time, because they have to rejoice all seven days. So Zimur says, So why can't they eat in the sukkah? Why are they put from sukkah? Let them rejoice in the sukkah. And let them eat in the sukkah and rejoice in the sukkah. So there's ain't simcha There's no simcha like that. The simcha is got simcha and the chuppah, not in the in the sukkah. So when he says all seven days, at least you know the chuppah. I guess it means in the in the uh, wedding wedding hall, the wedding house, wherever they're wherever they're keeping the uh, making the wedding and keeping the sheva brachas. So why don't they eat in the sukkah? Not in the sukkah. So you say, why don't they do everything in the sukkah? Because there's no simcha. Simcha is in a chuppah. In a sukkah, it's hard to be mesameach. Okay, that was its one opinion, as we'll see. So why don't they eat in the sukkah and rejoice in the chuppah? So don't, if you need, if, if you can't properly rejoice in the sukkah, so be mesameach in the chuppah. He says, ain't simchil makum suda. What are you going to do? If you can't have a simcha without, without it's not mesameach. People are mesameach when there's food. You ever, you ever attend a happy occasion without food? There is no such thing, right? That a happy occasion, there's always food, right? So you can't have simcha without a, a suda. So make the chuppah in the sukkah. So you'll have the chuppah there and the sukkah. So abayomer shim yichud. There's a problem of yichud. Why? Because the sukkahs normally were like on the roof. And uh, it wasn't a lot of people going back and forth there. The, maybe the chasm left to go to the bathroom, and there would be yichud with the kala and maybe one of the, one of the, uh, one of the best men there. So that's one concern. Rabbi says, Mishum Tsar Chasan, because the Chasan is upset. You know, here he wants to be rejoiced with his wife and spend personal time, and he's sitting in the chuppah up there, which is basically, you know, not very uh, private. It usually has three walls and it's uh, narrow, etc. So uh, it's the Tsar for the Chasan. My difference is, Vikibinayu, the Shrikh Inshi, the Nafgalism. There's a lot of people going in and out there. The Mandam Shim Yichud, well, there's no problem of Yichud, there's a lot of people around in the Sukkah. The Mandam Shim Tsar Chasan, there is. Okay. So he says that, uh, therefore, uh, it's, it's improper, uh, and therefore they're potter from all the, the, the chassid, everybody are potter um, from, uh, potter all, all seven days from the sukkah, because uh, they couldn't have proper rejoicing in, in, the, in the sukkah, and therefore they're potter from the sukkah. Okay. Um, Rav said, Amr uh, Rav I know, you know, even if he's potter, some say he was did a midas chasidus. He says, "Listen, I know I ate in the sukkah by my wedding. I did it. We ate in the sukkah and we rejoiced in the chuppah. And you say there's no rejoicing without food. Well, we we were able to do it. You know, we they were in close proximity. We were able to do it." He said, "He he, you know, he was moser nefesh, so to speak, and uh, he was midas chasidus. He was able to do it." Vakoshkain, the Khadili boy, I'll tell you what I, by doing this, I was even more happy to go dinner tarti. I was able to say two things. I was able to say the chuppah, having a proper rejoicing of the wedding, and also I was able to sukkah. In other words, you're saying your potter, even if you say that a chasan is potter from the from the sukkah, because he has to be in the chuppah, and in the sukkah you can't do proper rejoicing, and he's Musamech his wife. That's the mitzvah. So he's potter from the sukkah. But even though he's potter, Rav Zaira said, I still I was happy to be in the sukkah and to eat outside the sukkah because I was able to perform both mitzvahs. Shal, if you do a mitzvah and you're not really, and you're not really chayiv in it, right? Are you are you uh, are you yotze in the same way? Uh, for example, a uh, an onain who's really potter for mitzvahs and ochiyah mitzvahs, and he doesn't count sefiras omer. So what does he do? Does he count afterwards? So some say he's not, he doesn't do it with a mitzvah, he doesn't do it with a bracha, he does it without a bracha, and then can, is able to continue the next day, because if he doesn't do one day, then he's potter so, because he doesn't have the same kind of achiyah. 
That's a whole other discussion of halachas. Tan Rabbanam. Chasm v'ashvish v'chol b'nei chol b'tor menat tefilu menat tefilu menachayim kriyashma. Listen to this. He says that chasm v'ashvish v'chol b'nei chol they're potter from shmanesrei because he can't have, can't have proper kavana and from tefillin because sometimes they're drunk and it's improper to wear tefillin when you're drunk. V'chayov m'kriyashma you chayov m'kriyashma why says Rashi because the real, the midst of the main part of Kriyashma is the first line. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekech Hashem Echobo Yomakav Lo Malchus Shemayim. The mitzvah is Kvanasa Enel Pasuk Rishon, so the, they could they could concentrate on the Vicholni Yashiv Daita and Shach Tanik They look for Pasuk Rishon. That's what he says. So Chosan and all the all his attendants and all the people involved in the Chupa are potter from Shmanesrei because he can't have Kavana. Potter from Tefillin because it's improper. The Chayv Mekriyashma Mishum Rav Shila Omar. Amru, they said the name of Rashila, Chasan Potter, the Chasan alone is Potter, right, from Kriyashma, because he's occupied with, with uh, consummating the marriage. And Rashi, in the second line of the page here, points out, not just the Mishum Rab Shim Shila Amru, it's Mashma from the, the Tanakama also. They don't hold of Osik Mitzvah Potter Mena Mitzvah. Why do you say Osik Mitzvah Potter Mitzvah? Just say you're also you're Potter because Osik Mitzvah Potter Mitzvah. He says no. He says you know you should be a Potter from Kriyashma as we said the Chasson should be Potter. No, from one Pasuk you can have Kavana. Okay, Rav Shila says the Chasson is Potter. The Chasson is Potter from Kriyashma, right? Because he's occupied. The Tanakhama says no. He's Chayv in Kriyashma. He can have Kavana. But even the uh, even Rav Shum Rav Shila said the Chasson is Potter, but everybody else is Chayv, right? Else is Chayv because they can concentrate. So the point is is that they can concentrate in Kriyashma. But he says, you're potter from Tulin, not because Osik Mitzvah potter from Mitzvah, rather because they can't concentrate. If you can't have Kavana, there's no point in saying Kriyashma. You're potter from Tulin. If you're drunk, you can't put on Tulin. In other words, not because Osik Mitzvah potter Mitzvah. And he says, you're Chayav in Kriyashma, even though you're Osik Mitzvah. No, yeah, that doesn't potter Mitzvah, because you don't, for Kavana, for one person, you could have. So all these Tanoam, in this whole Brisa, the Tanakama and Mishum of Shila, even if Shila says that a Chasm's potter, because he, he's potter because he's occupied. In other words, he's, he's preoccupied and can't have Kavana. But because of Osik Mitzvah Pad Mitzvah, they don't hold to that. So this general cloud of Osik Mitzvah Pad Mitzvah is not Ladebri Akol. Tanya of Chananya Merkavia, Kosvin, Kosvei Sif, Sfarmit Fil scribes, you know, Lav Larim, who write Stam, Sefer Torah Tfil and Mitzvahs, and Mitzvahs, Hey, not only are they potter, the, the merchants who they sell to and then who sell to the retailers, the Tagre Tagdeinos, the wholesalers, the retailers, even those who sell tzitzis, they're potter from all these things, I guess, when they're occupied with their, those jobs. Obviously, if they're on vacation or they're not doing them, they're not involved with uh, writing the, the stam or selling them. But when they're involved with them, they're potter from all these things, so here we see Osik Mitzvah is part of a Mitzvah. Well, we had that before. We had Osik in terms of uh, the Aaron of Yosef, but that was really just describing the story over there to see what they were occupied with. But the point is that we have Machlokas here among the Tanoim, whether Osik Mitzvah is part of a Mitzvah or not. We generally hold Osik Mitzvah is part of a Mitzvah, but you see there's a Machlokas about that as there are other things as well. Uh, okay, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up from Mr. Jim from Tanarabana tomorrow. Have a good day, a good week, everybody. Call to. Uh,